You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Welcome, Remnant Warriors all around the world. We're so thankful you tuned in. The war drums are beating. They continue to beat. We continue to see escalation in the area of conflict around the world, many areas of conflict. Of course, we're all talking about now what's going on in the Middle East, what's happening with Israel and Hamas, possible second front of Hezbollah coming in, being backed by Iran in the background, and now China sending warships over to uh, the same area where we have two carrier groups in the United States that's right off the coast of Israel right there in the Mediterranean. So, there's a lot going on, and uh, we're going to discuss this today, and I'm going to speak about some things that I don't think many are talking about but should be, because there are a lot of people in the United States right now that are acting as if it's business as usual, just another foreign war, nothing will affect us here, and I don't think they understand the ramifications of what's going on over there and how that absolutely could impact us here in the homeland in several different ways, as we are at a very uh, critical Um, moment of decision and uh, like an apex moment, if you will, uh, as far as the direction of where this country is going to go, what our dollar is going to look like as far as our economy. And the fact is that, you know, many countries are trying to dethrone the dollars, the global reserve currency. And so this is all stuff that I, I would just think would be a no brainer for them to talk about on the news, but they don't because they're owned by six corporations and they're in bed with the military industrial complex. They're in bed with the intelligence community like Operation Mockingbird. And they're also uh, just totally bought and paid for. So they don't, they don't report the, the real news. They're the modern day prophets of bail. So you got guys like me that are out here that are willing to report the truth, that are willing to actually investigate and look into these things. But we have an issue with censorship because they don't want us talking. They don't like our voice. Uh, They deem us conspiracy theorists, even though for me personally, uh, we're very careful what we talk about here because not only do I have to answer to God, but I think credibility is very important and I'm not a clickbait person and I'm not somebody that's just going to say a bunch of bombastic things that are untrue, like some of the prophetic voices out there that are just in la-la land. Uh, But no, I'm I'm going to speak the truth to the best of my ability. I'm not saying I get it right 100% of the time, but I will tell you when it's my commentary versus fact. And if we just take this back to when this uh, all kind of started coming to a head. So remember, we had the war in Afghanistan from October 7th, 2001 to August 30th, 2021. It's the longest war in American history. We pull out of Afghanistan. Do you remember, uh, you know, O'Biden leaving the billions of dollars of equipment there for, for the terrorists to use? And apparently some of that equipment, which is pretty amazing, has actually made its way to uh, Hamas, according to some folks. They say that they have seen equipment from Afghanistan in the Middle East, which is not surprising to me at all. There's also supposedly equipment from Ukraine that has made its way into the Middle East. So this is probably through arms dealers, uh, people that are trafficking weapons around the world. And uh, that just shows you there's a, a pretty high level of corruption that's taking place in Ukraine because how would the weapons that we give Ukraine to fight the Russians uh, end up over in the Middle East unless there was you know, some type of corruption? There's somebody making money, and there are people making money. We know there's so many nefarious things. Ukraine is one of the most corrupt governments in the world, and a lot of the money that goes there goes into the coffers of corrupt individuals. 
Uh, we've heard stories of labs there and different things that are very concerning. Um, I'm not going to get into that because I'll get taken down from certain platforms for talking about that. But the deal is, is that you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Ukraine's corrupt. It's been a proxy war that's been going on now for, you know, what, two years now? And it's really a civil war that's happening between, you know, ethnic Russians and Ukrainians. You know, there are people like in the Crimea that wanted to be part of Russia because they didn't like how the government in Ukraine is run. I mean, that you can't even depend on them for, for normal services like we do here in the United States, you know, trash and police services and water and heating and power and all that. Their, their, their country is very broke down. I mean, it just doesn't run like you would think, you know, a country should be run. And many people say, you know, I'd rather be part of Russia. So they're the separatists. They want to go back to Russia, which this land was part of Russia and the Soviet Union. So, uh, you know, they've had this internal civil war. And, of course, there was the Orange Revolution, which uh, you should look up and see how we were involved in that. And uh, there was a different government that was a pro-Russian government that got overthrown. And now there's uh, a different government there. Let's just say that. But I think many of you know uh, how corrupt that current government is. Uh, you probably heard of the prid quo pro with Joe Biden that no one seems to care about. Um, so anyway, we just know it's a bunch of corruption. And that, you know, this war has now been going on for some time. And when it first started in Ukraine, you know, I had to really go to the Lord. Cause a lot of people were talking about Gog and Magog. And they were saying, is this it? You know, um, everything's starting to align. And people were talking a lot about the book of Revelation. I remember going to the Lord and asking him and saying, Lord, is, is this the end? I mean, are we going to start seeing the tribulation coming? And he took me to a scripture set, which I'm going to read for you right now. And I've been talking about this a lot, but I feel like God's really put this scripture set on my heart. And it's from Matthew 24, if you want to turn there right now, Matthew 24. And uh, it really just kind of breaks a lot of stuff down. This is when Jesus is talking about the signs of the times and the end of the age. And so he sat, you know, on the Mount of Olives, starting verse 3, we're in Matthew 24, verse 3. And, uh, you know, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the signs of your coming in the end of the age? So I've heard some people try to make the argument that this, this refers to a long time ago and this isn't talking about where we're in now. There are people that believe that, but there's a lot of people that argue about so many different things in Scripture. So, you know, you got to believe what you believe about it. Ask the Holy Spirit. God will give you revelation. But I personally believe this is, in fact, what they're saying, signs of the end of the age, you know, and this is a very now word for us. And so Jesus answered, and this is where it's in red letters. He said, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I'm the Christ, and they will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, and see that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So I'm going to stop there. The Lord took me to this scripture when the Ukraine war started, and it, it seemed at that time that we would be involved in a hot war with Russia within no time, because obviously Russia knows that we're supplying uh, the Ukrainians, and it is this very hot awful proxy war where like 300,000 people have already died, maybe more. And so I thought, wow, this, this could really be a direct conflict with Russia. Russia's a nuclear armed nation. They're now aligning with China, which is horrible and probably the worst possible diplomatic situation we could be in. And we knew that this administration would cause that to happen. Uh, during the Trump era, uh, President Trump would have probably been able to work something out with Putin where we could actually could have seen prosperity and a friendly relationship between the two countries. Because if you recall, 
when Russia, uh, you know, the Soviet Union fell, that was the objective is that we were going to take in the Russians as part of the Western world, you know, because now they were a democracy. Well, that, that went awry. That didn't happen. And I think a lot of it is a diplomatic disaster because we basically double-crossed them in a lot of aspects, according to some people that are very familiar with the way that things have gone down since the Boris Yeltsin era. And, you know, of course, then you got Vladimir Putin that came in who was ex-KGB. But he's actually been considered quite a hero in Russia because he's really bolstered their, their, their prominence on the world stage. And China is now working directly with Russia as the most favored nation status, basically. And, uh, the, you know, they just had a big meeting, I think it was in Beijing, where many nations attended. And even though it was an economic summit, summit, there was a lot of talk about alliances there and big problems for the West, big problems for the Western central bankers as a lot of the African nations are wanting to join the BRICS and the BRICS is emerging as a real alternative system to the dollar. And so, you know, some people don't seem to think that's a problem, but others do. I happen to think it's a problem because when you talk about the emerging markets and you talk about just how much influence some of these countries have, like China, for instance, which is basically, you know, neck and neck with the United States now, and they have a very developed military. They have very sophisticated military. They have hypersonic missiles. They have fifth generation aircraft. They have new carrier groups that they're putting up. They have more ships in the United States. So, you know, you combine them with Russia, who also has a pretty substantial army with a big nuclear stockpile. And if you combine North Korea, Russia, and China, they have almost, I mean, they're, they're set to have double the amount of nukes as the United States. So uh, I, I think that more people should be talking about this, but not a lot of people are. So when, when that came up with the whole situation there in Ukraine, the Lord told me the end is not yet, one more round. And so for the last year or so, I've had that peace because I felt so strongly from the Lord, and it, it, indeed it was correct. It was, you know, we did have one more round. And that's what we've been in. We've been in the one more round. So where are we now? That is the question. Where are we now? So I'm going to get into this in the second segment of the show. And I think I'm going to answer some of these questions. And I'm going to share with you what God has been sharing with me about this, which I think is concerning because uh, I'm not getting the same things that I got from God last time. I'm getting a much more urgent message from the Lord. And I think the saints of God need to be paying attention to this. And so uh, I may be a voice in the wilderness uh, but I'm going to give you some inside information that you're not going to hear anywhere else. So please stay tuned. PastorTodd.org is the website, PastorTodd.org. I have a new book out. It's uh, PastorTodbook.com, PastorTodbook.com, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. So glad you're joining us today as we're having this very candid discussion about what's actually going on around the world from a geopolitical standpoint. Should we be concerned? Um, some of the headlines are reading six steps away from World War III. Is that happening? Is that true? So I've kind of just been shooting the breeze with you a little bit so far talking about what's going on in Ukraine and how we've been funding this proxy war. And the Lord said to me, the end is not yet one more round. So that's where we left off. The end is not yet one more round. So I've been busy, you know, just doing the work of the kingdom. We've been, you know, building up the Underground Railroad for the remnant, the RRCs. There's now going to be three of them around the country. Amazing. God's continuing to move. He's continuing to do amazing things. We're seeing a harvest of souls. We're seeing 
you know, all kinds of tent crusades and things like that around the country. And, you know, people are coming back to Jesus. They're, they're excited about God and that's good. And so, um, I believe that's going to continue, but as things get worse, more people are going to come to the Lord because they're going to be hopeless and they're going to, they're going to be searching for hope and truth. And I believe that the misfits and the prodigals, we better look out for the misfits and the prodigals because these are the guys that are coming and the women that are coming. These, they're, they're going to be tatted up. They're going to be, you know, have a bunch of piercings, some of them. Um, you know, they're going to be people that are the least of these people that you wouldn't normally think would be at church, but yet these are going to be the end time warriors, people that have been raised for such a time as this, you know, uh, Davids and Esthers. And the churches better be ready. I put up a post. I said, let me explain something right now. If you're going to be part of the end time harvest of souls, you better be ready for the misfits. You better love the misfits. And that is the truth because the misfits are coming. And so we're going to do a whole show just on that. But, you know, so what is God saying to me now, though, about this? Well, that's what I want to share with you because it's a little more urgent. Last time I said one more round. The end is not yet. Now I'm saying we're going to see bumpy roads ahead. The Lord said, start preparing the saints for what's to come. Start preparing the saints for what's to come. That is a very heavy message. So you got the situation in Ukraine. That's continuing to go on. But at at least up until now, it hasn't turned into a hot war between Russia and the United States. Although we've seen the BRICS rising now. We've seen China really embracing Russia to the point that they're now willing to give them certain types of aid and different things. It's a real special relationship, according to Xi Jinping. And Putin loves it. And by the way, Putin's been able to navigate this whole thing with all the sanctions on Russia and uh, all the different things that the, US, you know, the Western central bank system tried to punish them after what happened in them going into Ukraine. And I've, I've talked about this a lot to a lot of people. I've talked about it with people that really understand the dynamics of the ground over there. And they keep telling me, Todd, this is a civil war that's been going between ethnic Russians and, uh, you know, basically separatists and Ukrainians. It's been going on for a while. And many of these people want to join Russia, like what happened in the Crimea. They actually voted it. Um, and, but the West doesn't want to acknowledge that. And the West is, is just basically calling an invasion. And so, you know, it's an internal matter between their, their country. And we really shouldn't have been involved, according to some of these people. Uh, but we got involved and we've, we've sent over billions and billions of dollars, uh, tons of equipment, very high tech equipment, um, which, by the way, we would probably need if we got involved in a war. So think about that. We're sending all this stuff over there to our own detriment, just like the strategic oil reserves that Joe Biden has just decimated. That's one of our most valuable assets, the strategic oil reserves, because if we were getting a war and all of a sudden we didn't have the oil coming in and there's already been problems with diesel fuel. And now we don't have that strategic oil reserve. Biden has used that basically to make it look like to American citizens that are oblivious, like the gas prices have you know, been fine. You know, he's doing a great job, Biden, doing a great job. This administration, in my opinion, my humble opinion, has not done anything to put America first. They've not done anything to help our country. All they've done in all the policies, whether it's the climate accord or the Iran deal or anything that they're doing at the UN or, you know, whatever it is that they're involved in. None of it has been America first, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. President Trump was making us energy independent again. That's one of the most important things that we could do from a strategic standpoint, also for our economy. This year, we have a massive trade deficit again and a massive budget deficit. And we are just printing money 
like it's water. Like it's, you know, just printing, 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 printing. And I just saw an article. This is almost astounding. I don't know if it's true, but it, you know, it was on a mainstream publication. But they said the dollar's lost like half its value since 2020. I mean, that's crazy if that's true. Uh, if you're an economist out there, you know more about that. Why don't you write me at pastortodd.org? But that's what this, uh, this article said. So I, I know that we've seen inflation at a very high degree because if you go to the grocery store, you can tell what used to cost you 100 bucks now costs you 200 bucks. So food prices are up. Uh, it's hitting our bottom line. It's hitting our pocketbooks or you know, our wallets. Um, I think everybody can sense it. And most people are pretty disturbed about the way things are going in America, even the left. But, you know, the far left, they just, all they care about is the activism and a lot of their false narratives. So, you know, they're not going to care that America is continuing to sink in our prominence, in our, in our ability to function as a uh, supposedly the greatest country in the world, which I love America. I'm a very patriotic person. I love this country. I feel that America made a covenant with God and we've been blessed. We've been so blessed because, you know, we blessed Israel. We we, we, we stood for the values and principles of the word of God for so many decades, even centuries, you know. So now, though, unfortunately, uh, this country has become something almost that's unrecognizable when it comes to religious liberty and freedom and censorship and just all the very egregious things that they're pushing on our children, the curriculums. Uh, we've gone off the moral cliff, and we do deserve judgment. So the question is, is that where we are? Well, people have told me, they say, uh, you know, prominent people, theologians, people that really know the word of God, they've said, I believe America is under judgment. I believe Israel is under judgment. That could be. I mean, if you look at who's in the White House, that would definitely appear to be judgment, would it, would it not? Now, there have been some good things like Roe v. Wade being repealed. And, uh, you know, we've seen a couple of good things from the Supreme Court. And there is a remnant here in the United States that's praying, that's fasting. That's you. That's the listener of this broadcast. So I don't want to be doom and gloom. We're just assessing from Matthew 24 and from what the scripture is saying and from what the Lord is telling me that, again, to prepare, prepare the saints. So what is it going to look like? Well, I got, a, I got a text today, which was jarring to me, and I can only share parts of it with you. But it was a, it was a text that basically from a very credible source, and he was saying that there's, there's, a, there's cells, there's jihadist cells in America right now. And that there's a concern that what happened in the kibbutz in Israel, my God, could, could potentially happen here in the United States. How many churches are prepared for this? How many, how many of you in your, in your neighborhoods are prepared if, if some terrorist group, just hypothetically, some terrorist group were to start going door to door and just, and just knocking in your door with, with AR-15s? I mean, what, would most American households be ready for that? No, absolutely not. Now, there are some, especially here in the South, where people are armed to a teeth and maybe they are more prepared. And listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if that did happen here in the South, there, there would be a neighborhood fighting going on because there'd be people out with their, with their weapons. But, you know, are these people trained? Sure, some of them are, some of them aren't. Some of them are just domesticated, you know, dads that happen to go get a, you know, a Glock 9 or, you know, something, and they have, they have some type of weapon in their home. But is that even going to be sufficient against, you know, an AR? Uh, somebody just walking down the street spraying, you know, so such a horrific thought. And we just, we just say in Jesus name, don't let that happen here in the United States. But this is the type of intelligence that's coming across right now. And I think we need to be concerned about these things. So, um, you know, look, uh, we're going to be right back. This is the Todd Coconato show, and we're going to get more into this. And then I'll give you some hope 
because it's not all doom and gloom. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as the Remnant all around the world. I'm so thankful that you tuned in today. And this is a difficult subject to talk about. Not many are talking about it. Wars and rumors of wars is the end now. Are we in the end? And what, what is it going to look like? You know, what is it going to look like the next few months? What's it going to look like in the, in, the, in the years ahead? I remember talking to a former Israeli general. He's now gone to be the Lord. He, he loved the Lord very much. And he said... You know, that basically at some point the United States was going to deal with the same terrorist type of activity that Israel had to deal with. And he said, you know, it's going to affect uh, Jewish synagogues and businesses and Christian churches, and it's going to come to our homeland. Now, at that time, that sounded so foreign. Like, how could that possibly happen here? Well, now it doesn't seem so foreign, does it? Because we know our southern borders are open. Uh, we know that there's real potential to have uh, some type of cell here in the United States or uh, military-aged men that have come over the border. I think it was uh, 65,000 special interest people, according to Homeland Security, that have entered our country. Probably more, but that's an army in and of itself. And a lot of these people hate America, and they're just waiting for the right opportunity. They're just waiting for the right time. And what if they all mobilized at the same time? What if China had sleeper cells here? Do you ever think about that? I mean, it's, it's a very scary thing to think about. You don't want to think about that. You know, we want to focus on what's good, what's pure, what's holy, what's righteous. But, you know, when we saw what happened in Israel only a couple of weeks ago, where people were in their community and, and feeling safe, just a normal day. And all of a sudden, here come these terrorists. And this is what people are not talking about on the news. Here come these terrorists with, with machine guns, going house to house, pulling out families, executing them. And the world, the world was outraged for, what, a couple of days and then all of a sudden, we started seeing the mainstream corporate media turning on the Jewish people, turning on Israel. And so we need to support Israel. I know Israel's not perfect. Their government's not perfect. But the deal is, is that this is a spiritual battle. It is uh, Ishmael versus Isaac. It is, uh, you know, something that we have to remember that God made the covenant with Israel. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. It's an irrevocable covenant. And I keep saying, if Israel were to lay down their weapons tomorrow, they would be destroyed. They'd be obliterated. But if, if Hamas were to lay down their weapons tomorrow, there'd be peace. Uh, Hamas uses human shields. They uh, you know, keep their own people suppressed. And they are considered the government of the Gaza area, but they are a terrorist organization. And so Bibi Netanyahu wants to take them out. He wants to completely take them out. That's his plan. That's his goal here. For the Israel uh, military, the IDF, to go into Gaza, it's going to be a massive ground campaign, massive. And they're going to have to really deal with urban warfare unlike anything that we've really seen in this era with modern technology and different things. And so there's heavily fortified you know, terrorist positions in Gaza when they come in that the Israeli IDF forces are going to have to deal with. Now, the concern has been if they get bogged down there, doing street fighting, basically. What happens if a second front opens up? Hezbollah. Hezbollah has much more formidable military, you know, more, more troops, more equipment, more missiles. And that would be a devastating situation is if Hezbollah, the second front, opens up. It's already been increasing. They've been sending more and more rockets and, you know, Lebanon and all these different areas, Syria, are now getting involved. 
And so Israel has a real challenge because even though they have caught up all the reservists, you know, and they have a very good army, a very good, powerful army. The problem is they're now dealing with a two-front war and it could possibly escalate even worse if Iran were to get involved. So you have U.S. carrier groups off the coast. I believe the United States is already involved, you know, in many different ways, whether it's from a logistics standpoint or from a spying on the enemy and helping uh, like they do in Ukraine. Um, you know, there's many different things that the U.S. could be doing even though they're off the coast. And I believe there probably are some boots on the ground, maybe trainers or observers or something. But we, we know the U.S. is involved. And we know that it very well could get more involved. And if that were to turn into a hot war with Iran and maybe Syria and Lebanon, Hezbollah, what happens with China? What happens with Russia? Because it's really all part of the same flare-up that's going on in the world. What do you mean, Todd? Well, Right now, there's a, a big battle for who controls the world. You know, it's been the Western central bankers. It's been the U.S.-dominated, uh, you know, Western system, the dollar being the global reserve for many, many years, most of our life, if not all of our life. I mean, if you were alive during the Nixon era, you remember when Nixon said, we're defending the dollar from the speculators. And he took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard. And when he did that, the dollar became the petrodollar. And for all these years since then, the U.S. dollar, the king dollar, the petrodollar has been the global reserve currency, and countries have had to trade their currency to U.S. dollar to oil. And that, was kept, that kept America, even though we have so much debt, and even though we're, you know, we're trillions of dollars in debt and deficit, it doesn't matter because we can print money. We have the global reserve, and that's what keeps the U.S. military going. But now we're at this very defining moment in history where there's a competitor and there's an alternative. And so some of these countries that have been just, you know, laden with debt from the Western Central Bank are looking like, you know, mainly Africa, African nations and South American nations. They're looking and they're saying, you know, it might be a better deal for us to jump ship on the dollar, which we just have a ton of debt right now, and to get on board with this BRICS system. And maybe they'll actually invest in our countries and make our countries and our, and our, our way of life better. And, you know, there's Putin and Xi Jinping saying, yes, that's what we'll do. Now, is that really what they're going to do? Well, I don't think so because this are, these are bad guys. They're not good. I, don't, don't get me twisted here. I don't think Xi Jinping is a good guy. I know there's some people in the alternative media that just love Putin and love Xi Jinping. I don't think these guys are good guys. I think they're doing what they know to do, which is to do something for their country, which is what every leader should be doing. Every leader should be looking out for their own country. That's what President Trump did. President Trump was looking out for America, America first. That's what a leader should do. He was making the right deals that benefited our country, not another country. He was making energy deals that made us energy independent. He was building, building up and bolstering our military. This is why I don't understand why some Christians were like, oh my gosh, his tweets, they're so mean. Dude, do you not understand like what the alternative is? Now they do. Hopefully they do. Some people still don't. Some people actually think, that Joe Biden is a good president. Can you imagine this? There are some people that are like, well, at least we're not having the riots in the streets now. You know, I can deal with a little bit of extra money on my, on my food, you know, because we don't have the mean tweets now. It's total delusion. It's total deception. It's sad. But there are people that actually think this way. And they don't understand. They don't have the urgency. They don't have the prophetic insight to understand where we are on the timetable. They don't... And a lot of churches, let's just be real, you probably go to one, some of you. A lot of churches, the pastor will never even mention this. 
you would think it's 1999 in your church. I mean, they're just business as usual. But meanwhile, we're, we're on the cusp. If you go to Drudge Report, which I don't like the Drudge Report because he's gone woke. He seems to like the left more than the right now. I think, you know, from what I hear, he sold the Drudge Report, uh, Matt Drudge. He's probably living on an island somewhere. But, you know, look at some of the headlines on there. Israel warns Hamas chemical weapons. BB, do or die. China sends warships to the Middle East. Pentagon, more deployment orders. Six steps from World War III. These are the headlines today. But it's amazing. There's some people that just don't even have any urgency about it at all. So what, what do we do? How do we prepare the saints? Well, let's go back to Matthew. Let's take it back to the Bible. Let's see what Matthew says. So I told you, uh, take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I'm the Christ, and will deceive many, and you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Thank God. But then it says, nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of the sorrows. Now, this is where it gets very, very concerning. Not like those things weren't concerning. But this is where it gets real concerning. It says, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended. Oh, yeah. And will betray one another. And will hate one another. Yeah. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Well, what have we been talking about for a while now? And everybody's, oh, Pastor Todd, you got to get off the false prophets. Well, um, I'm a shepherd and I care about people and people are lying to you. So I know right now I might be the bad guy to some of you, but in a couple of years, you'll get it. And I have to do what's right before God. But the scripture says right here, they're going to deliver us up to tribulation. They're going to kill us. And we're going to be hated by all nations for the name of Jesus. And because the lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Well, that's already happening too. But he who endures unto the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the nations of the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. I talked about this on Friday. You really need to listen to the service at the Remnant Revival Center if you don't tune in. We have a live service at 6 p.m. Central Time every single week. And it's available on my Real Todd Coconato Facebook page, at Real Todd Coconato, or my Rumble channel, which I highly encourage everybody listening to this broadcast. Go to Rumble, and in the search bar, put Todd, T-O-D-D, Coconato, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O, show. Three words, Todd Coconato show. If you put that in the search bar, it'll show you my channel. And I think right now we're like around 7,000 people or something on Rumble, but join it, please. It's a free speech platform. And it gives us the ability to speak to you freely like this. Because sometimes on Facebook, this type of stuff gets taken down. We're, we're called, you know, somebody say we're extremists, we're violent, we're talking, you know, because you're not allowed to talk about this stuff. So it's very frustrating because it's like, I have so much to say and I want to share things with you, but I'm not able to do it because I get censored. So that's why I'm like, we got to go on these, these platforms like the podcast, at least for now, where they let me speak freely. They're not going through with AI and writing out a transcript and then, and then flagging certain words because it's like, you understand, it's very frustrating for me. I got to watch what I say. You know, I can't really get too into everything. I, I just need to take the gloves off, friends. And so in order for me to do that, you know, if you're listening on the radio, on Real Talk Radio right now, thank you. This is an amazing broadcast and I'm so thankful that the Ellis's and other people have put together platforms like this where we can speak freely. But this, needs, this message needs to get out. People need to understand where we are. So what do we do? 
Well, first of all, we got to build community. Okay, we got to build community. And that's what we're doing in this remnant movement is we have the remnant core group, which I would highly encourage that you join on Facebook. It's remnant core group. And we talk about these things, but we're building community hubs and centers for the Underground Railroad because the time is coming soon where we're going to need things. We're going to need trade and barter. We're going to need somebody that has an expertise in certain areas. We need to understand how to defend ourselves. This is, I know it sounds crazy, but this is coming. And so just like John the Baptist, God's put a heavy burden on my heart. A call for repentance, yes, like John the Baptist, to preach and teach the entirety of the word of God so that folks are set up for success. To not sugarcoat things or give you false prophecies of hopium. Everything's going to be fine. Trump's going to come back and save us. How is that going to happen? Even if President Trump comes in, which I like President Trump. I've supported President Trump. I've even been to his house. Uh, but the deal is, President Trump cannot save us. He, he might be able to change some stuff. He might be able to come in and push back against the deep state. But even if we get to that point in 2024 and he actually wins... And the country actually gets turned over to Trump. First of all, you, you got to think, logical people, think about what I'm saying. Think about what's going to happen if that happens. There's going to be utter chaos in our streets. We're going to have to deploy the National Guard to most American streets, and it is going to get wild. And this is right now the calm before the storm. This is the a time where people, some people are still kind of living a normal life. You better get things handled in this time. If you need your tooth to be uh, you know, drilled or you got to get rid of a cavity or you got to have some type of medical procedure, I highly encourage you to get it done now because things are going to get crazy. And I'm not prophesying this. I'm just saying every intel person I've talked to, every person that's in the know, anybody that, that understands what's going on in our world is saying, warning, warning, this next year is going to be crazy, warning. All right, we're going to finish this up with some good news. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. You can find us all around the world by going to toddcoconato.com. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com. You can also go to pastortodd.org. Super easy. That's our central hub. We're going to have an app soon coming out. We have a church. We have a revival center. It's in Nashville. We meet Friday nights at 6 p.m. at the Remnant Revival Center. And that's uh, rrcnashville.org. rrcnashville.org. We need your support greatly need your support we are in a war we are in a david versus goliath situation if you're still giving to a mega church that doesn't even know your name you might want to consider praying about that and asking the lord should i help fund pastor todd and the remnant because we are actually on the ground with the boots doing the work of the kingdom setting up an underground railroad which by the way it's someday you might need you might need to be in this community i i, I don't want to sound like a a scary person to you, but uh, things are advancing in the world right now. The world is not talking about the fact that we literally could go into World War III tomorrow. Now, is it going to happen? I don't know. I, I feel like, this is just what I feel like. I'm not saying this is prophetic, but it's in my spirit. What I feel is that this may drag on for a little bit and it's going to continue to intensify. And there may be lulls where it seems like, okay, maybe there's going to be some progress here. Maybe it's not going to get as bad as we thought, but it's already started. And everything is already in alignment now. So what's going to happen is as, as we advance in time, it's going to get hotter and hotter and more, you know, the birth pangs are going to get more frequent and more, more extensive. And at some point soon, 
I feel maybe within the next year or two, we're going to see a major event here in the United States. It could be a cyber attack. It could be something else. I don't know. But I just feel in my spirit there's going to be a major event. And that event is going to have major consequences, major impact. Could affect the economy. You got to look and understand, you know, I was reading some comment yesterday and some woman was just like, everything's about to be great. God is going to just fix everything. Well, she's probably listening to Julie Green or someone like that. You know, let's just be honest. But the deal is, is like, where are you, where in the Bible does it say anything even close to that? It doesn't. And the Bible, I'm going to believe the Bible over a person any day. Now, some people say, well, it's just because we're not in the, the end times yet. Or we're not in the, you know, what, what the Bible says. It's still, we still got more time. And I do believe we have some more time, but I think it's getting pretty late. And so uh, we're shifting, not to be doom and gloom, but this is where we have to understand as Christians, where we have to understand as Christians that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And we put on the full armor of God. I'm going to read that scripture in just a minute. We put on the full armor of God, and we have a peace that passes understanding. We wake up. I've had to discipline myself. I wrote the book, Come Out From Among Them. It's a strategy, an end-time strategy of what's going to happen, some of the things that we're going to need to know. I think it's helpful. It's, it's, it's something to make you think about what's going to happen. The church is going to change. We're going to see underground churches like we do in China. There's going to be increased persecution for Bible-believing Christians. Um, you know, there's some real serious stuff. I mean, it's already happened. If you got a kid, you know what I'm talking about. You got to take him out of school because the curriculum was so demonic. The television shows are so demonic. Some of you leave your kids in school, and I'm not saying it's any worse, but if you do that, you know, you know because you're sitting there having to explain to them what's of God and what's not. You're having to really mentor them and teach them at a young age because unfortunately they're being exposed to demonic stuff. And unfortunately, that's even in certain Christian schools. This is where we're at. And it, it's, it's very egregious. It's very concerning. It's very heavy. So this is where we understand. In it, but not of it. Not everybody is going to get this. There are still Christians going around worrying about how big they can make their ministry, how many followers they can have. You know, money. Money's always a big one. It's amazing all the people that are just putting everything on the line for money right now when they don't even realize that money could be, we're going into a digital currency here, you know, in the next couple of years. That's going to be a game changer. The U.S. dollar could lose the global reserve before 2030, possibly. We don't know, but I mean, it sure seems like it could. Uh, you know, transactions are going to be modern. I mean, anybody that's sold their soul to money, like they have no idea what's coming. They don't, they, they there's going to be people that are preachers right now, quote unquote, that fall off the wagon, that just literally fall off the wagon. And that's because they never were really rooted on biblical truth. They were, they were doing it for themselves. They were building their own kingdom. And I know a lot of these people, by the way. And so it, it, my circle has gotten smaller and smaller because, you know, we have, to, we have to guard the anointing. We have to guard what the Lord has given us here. And we've got to also stick to the mission. Now, I, I know a lot of good folks out there. There's a lot of amazing folks out there that are doing the work of the kingdom that I've also met. I've met some real great patriots the last couple of years, real people that really love this country, you know, some mama bears and papa bears and people, you know, lawyers. And so I'm not, I'm not here to be Mr. Bad, bad news all the time, you know, but God's put a heavy burden on my heart to share this with you because we have to be thinking about different things. Do we have gold and silver? You know, do we have um, alternative ways to trade and barter? You know, are all our assets in the bank? Is all our money in the bank? What, what would happen if the bank, the bank locked up your money tomorrow? You know, would you be able to transact? Um, you know, would you have some water? Do you have some food? Do you have some supplies at the house? Uh, you know, are you prepared if there was, God forbid, some type of urban warfare? Do you have a weapon? Do you have certain things like that? So, you know, these are just things we got to think about. But the main thing we got to think about is, is our mind right? What about our body? Are we healthy? Are we going to the gym? Are we exercising? Are we running? 
You know, are we, are we letting stress dictate our life or are we going in the secret place of the Lord? What is the status of our walk right now? How deep are we in the Lord? How much do we trust him? Is there an area of sin that we keep you know, doing every day that God said, stop, because the wages of sin are death? Or do we have these repetitive sins? You know, are we, are we exuding the fruit of the spirit? Are we living according to the scripture? Or are we listening to somebody that's tickling our ears? Is that our source instead of the Bible? You know, are we having a two-way conversation with God? How deep is our walk? I mean, these this are some of the questions we've got to ask ourselves. Are we prepared if things were to get worse? Would we freak out? Would we spiral out of control? Would we want to commit suicide? I mean, these are very real, real questions. Are you addicted to opioids, marijuana, cocaine, methamphetamine, fentanyl? You know, what, what's your vice? Do you go to strip clubs? You're an alcoholic. I mean, these are things where it's like, you know, we got to break these generational curses and these, these, these lies from the pit of hell that want to keep us down, stop us from our calling. This is a time where we have to take things extremely seriously. And I, I say, look, let's be about the business of the Lord. Let's be soul winners. Can we be soul winners? Can we make it about the kingdom? Can we ekbalo? Can we go out, cast out, and drive out as Christians? There is a way to take back the territory. I believe God will still restore this nation if the remnant, if the, if the church repents and gets about the business of the Lord, starts calling upon the name of the Lord, does our job. So I'm not all doom and gloom. Like I, God has gotten out of, look, as a nation, we had a civil war before, yet we're still here. We had World War I, World War II, we're still here. You know, we had, we had economic depressions. You know, we had a crash at what, 2006 and seven and eight, that period of time. We're still here. 9-11, we're still here. All these, we've seen so many different things. Gulf War I, Gulf War II, Afghanistan. We, we've, we've endured as a nation, and I believe the reason we've done that is because we know how to return to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We understand our source, our source, that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, that our source is Jesus Christ, the word of God. Being authentic in our, in our walk and belief and understanding of the Lord, teaching others about Scripture, making disciples of the nations, being about the Great Commission. So when we make it about ourselves and idols and all the, all the evil that's in the world today, we see the country crash. We see the economy crash. We see massive debt. When we kill our most innocent societal members in the, in the killing of the innocent and abortion, we see judgment. When we turn our back from Israel, we see something like Katrina happen where we say split the land. And all of a sudden we have a massive, uh, you know, category five that just devastates one of our states. You know, there's, there's, there's consequences to sin, but God is a merciful God. And he, you know, he's willing to turn things around. But the deal is, is that more people have to understand where we're at because right now we're on the abyss. Right now we're on the abyss. Right now we're, we're literally like anything could happen any day and we could see this nation just devastated. I mean, there's so many possibilities. So my question to you is, is your heart right today? Are you on fire for the Lord? Are you, are you spending time in the word of God? Are you, are you a prayer warrior? Are you somebody that's an intercessor? Are you interceding? Are you praying? Are you fasting? I'm no better than you. I'm asking myself these same questions. Can I do better? What can I do better? Well, we certainly can't be deceived. We also can't be fearful. I'm going to read this scripture from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18. It's called the armor of God. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power and put on the full armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, 
against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Friends, that's you and I. You got to read that full verse. I don't have the time to do it right now because we got to go. Put on the armor of God. Remember you're in it, but not of it. We operate in God's economy, not the world's economy. We make disciples of the nations. We baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We stay on fire for God. And every day, every day we pray, we seek his face, and we call upon his name. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Do not be weary in doing good. Stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen. Hope in a future. Remember, he will never give you more than you can handle. He's with you until the end of the age. We are his. And he's raised you up for a time such as this. We'll be back next week. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. Pastor Todd here. I just want you to know, Remnant family, we appreciate you so much. We are in a war. I know I say it a lot, but we really are. I need your prayers. I'm praying for you. We um, are building a community online. We're building an underground railroad for the remnant. We are very busy with this plan, and this is an end-time strategy. It feels like we're building an ark. It's, uh, people make fun of us. They think it's crazy, but God has given us a mandate. And if you tune into this regularly, that means you probably get it. You understand. You understand the urgency. You know, you know all the data points. You're putting them together. But it doesn't mean we're done. God's still got a lot of stuff for us to do. In fact, I think we're going to see many, many, many people come to know Jesus. So be encouraged. Be strengthened in your faith. Put on the armor of God. We really need your support. Please pray about becoming a partner. www.toddcoconato.com slash give. Thank you so much. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' name.